Today, my dear faithful, is the sixth Sunday after Pentecost, and the epistle is taken from the epistle of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 6. Brethren, all we who are baptized in Christ Jesus are baptized in his death, for we are buried together with him by baptism unto death. And as Christ is risen from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we also may walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin may be destroyed, to the end that we may serve sin no longer. For he that is dead is justified from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall live also together with Christ. Knowing that Christ, rising again from the dead, dieth now no more, Death shall no more have dominion over him. For in that he died to sin, he died once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. So do you also reckon that you are dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And the Holy Gospel. Taken from the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 8. At that time when there was a great multitude with Jesus, and they had nothing to eat. Calling his disciples together, he saith to them, I have compassion on the multitude. For behold, they have now been with me three days, and have nothing to eat. And if I shall send them away fasting to their home, they shall faint in the way. For some of them came from far off. And his disciples answered him, From whence can anyone fill them here with bread in the wilderness? And he asked them, How many loaves have ye? who said, Seven. And he commanded the crowd to sit down on the ground. And taking the seven loaves, giving thanks, he broke, and gave it to his disciples to set before them. And they set them before the people. And they had a few little fishes, and he blessed them and commanded them to be set before them. And they did eat and were filled. And they took up that which was left of the fragments, seven baskets. And they that had eaten were about four thousand, and he sent them away. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. I have compassion on the multitude, for behold, they have now been with me three days and have nothing to eat. Words taken from the Gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There is a story, my dear faithful, of a little girl who proved her love for her father. This little girl was sitting in her home next to the fireplace. It was winter at the time, so there was a nice fire going. And the little girl sat there playing with glass beads in her hands. As only a little child can, she was having a wonderful time playing with this simple toy. She would hold the beads up and look through them to watch the fire dance. Then she would hold the beads against the wall and see how the glass made the light from the fire now dance on the wall. This little girl was having so much fun with her glass beads that she didn't notice her father enter the room. Her father entered quietly and sat on one of the chairs, smiling as he watched his little girl have have her fun. Then he asked her, Do you like those little beads, my little one? The girl was startled for a moment, but then she saw it was her father, 
And so her face burst into a smile as she joyfully answered, Yes, I love them. She went back to playing with the beads again, but her father interrupted once more. Very softly and gently he said, Then, if you love me, throw the beads into the fire. At first, the little girl looked up at her father with great sad eyes. Then she looked at the beads in her hands. She looked over at the fire then, and with a few tears trickling down her cheek, she threw those beads into the fire. As the glass crackled in the flames, her father stood up and walked over to her. With his gentle, fatherly hands, he lifted up her chin as he said, Very good, my little one, and for your obedience, I give you this. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a necklace of diamonds. The father explained to his daughter, I asked you to throw those beads into the fire so that I could give you something much better. In this story, my dear faithful, this father had his daughter prove her love for him before he gave her a great gift. The 4,000 people who followed our Lord in today's gospel made a somewhat similar exchange. In today's gospel, those 4,000 people had left their homes to follow our Lord and to hear his preaching. The people carried with them some provisions for themselves, but they were so wrapped up in listening to Christ, they just couldn't bring themselves to leave at the end of the day. They stayed the night right out in the wilderness and spent the next day as well crowding around Christ, drinking in every word that came from his lips. That second day seemed to pass all too quickly for this vast crowd so much so that still they could not leave our Lord. The third day began, and those 4,000 were wrapped again, listening to divine wisdom. However, by this third day, their provisions had run out. This vast multitude were standing in the desert, and some of them apparently lived quite a distance away. They did not eat that day because they had nothing left to eat. Our Lord took care of them, though, for he worked the fantastic miracle of feeding 4,000 people with seven loaves of bread and a couple fish. Our Lord so willingly did this for them because these, his little ones, had so proved their love for him. They loved him so much that they willingly spent three days with him, even running out of food in order to continue to be with him. Their hearts were set on Christ, so they forgot the things of the world. They willingly sacrificed their own comfort just to spend time with our Savior. These people, my dear faithful, 
and the little girl in the story were what is called detached from the things of the world. You see, detachment means they were free from attachments. And attachments is how theologians explain when our hearts are set on the things around us. The things of this world are any person, place, or thing that a person is attached to. And by that I mean that when his heart loves these things inordinately. They love the things of the world too much or in the wrong way. You see, the heart of the spiritual life, my dear faithful, is our charity, our love for God. By this love for God, our hearts are turned to God. When we fail in our love for God, we turn away from Him to commit sin. Venial sins are a slight turning away, while mortal sins are a complete turning our back upon our God. But if we turn from God, it's because we are turning to something else. We love something else other than God, and we sin by loving that thing more than God. As many things as there are in the world, that is how many things we can be attached to. And they can be amongst the most innocent of things. For example, a person can be attached to listening to the news, and so he gets impatient when he is interrupted. But it doesn't even need to be a physical thing. We can be attached to feelings as well, such as the feeling of being right. A person with his attachment will argue for hours, refusing to admit he could possibly be wrong. Of course, this does not mean we cannot enjoy anything. God gave us the things of this world exactly so that we can have them and enjoy them. Just as the father in the story was probably the very one who gave his daughter those glass beads in the first place. The problem comes when we let these things take God's rightful place in our hearts. We need to be like that little girl, ready to throw it all into the fire, so to speak, for the love of God. In a sense, though, that little girl from the story and that great crowd from the gospel, they really didn't have as many things to be attached to as we do. A child will have, for the most part, only what his parents give him while the people in the gospel were, for the most part, peasants. And even if they were wealthy people, what does that really mean for people of that time? They did not have cars. They did not have cell phones, the internet. They didn't even have a refrigerator. To follow Christ in the first place, these people had to make the long trek on foot, or if they were well-to-do, had to ride some animal, more often than not a donkey, and all the time they were at the mercy of the elements. 
Modern people hardly even need to walk to a grocery store nowadays. We drive in our cars, sitting in cushioned seats, air conditioner on in the summer and the heat on in the winter. To entertain us, at the push of a button, we can listen to an entire orchestra. For the people in the gospel, to listen to music with instruments was an uncommon thing. They had to play it themselves or hire a musician. Technology truly is amazing, and it is fine to use it, and often necessary nowadays. But it is one more thing to be attached to. In fact, it provides many things to be attached to. Television, music, movies, games. But God asked us to be detached from these worldly possessions so that he can give us something so much better, namely himself. To be detached, my dear faithful, we must deny ourselves, to throw it into the fire, as it were. You know, one of the first things a catechism teacher teaches his students is the practice of making sacrifices. The students learn to make sacrifices, giving things up for God. It can be doing a chore, sharing with their brother or sister, being kind, so many little practices of virtue. But this practice of making sacrifices is not just for children. Making sacrifices must be a part of our lives because giving things up for God must be a part of every Catholic's life. And so I urge you, my dear faithful, to every day make a sacrifice of something that you see that you have an attachment to, especially if it leads you into sin. First and foremost, if there is something, some person, place, or thing that leads you into mortal sin, then give up that thing. If possible, throw it into the fire, so to speak. Get it as far away from you as possible, because your immortal soul is worth infinitely more than that thing leading you into sin. If, though, there is nothing like that for you, then look at what leads you into venial sins. Is there some person that you always find yourself gossiping with? Is there some place that leads you to excess? Or is there something or feeling that you find yourself so attached to you get irritated at others when they interrupt you? Make some little sacrifice like this every day, my dear faithful, and prove your love for God. In this way, you will break these attachments that you may have from the things of this world and attach yourself to God. And if you persevere in this, you will find such peace. Your heart won't be weighed down by these attachments, pulled 
here at one time and over there at another time, you will have the peace of a good conscience, and you will prove your love to God, who never lets himself be outdone in generosity. He will pour out his diamonds of grace upon you and multiply them a thousandfold in return for these small daily sacrifices that you make. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.